Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. An update on our mission to create Dollar Baby number two. We'll tell you how that is going and where we are in the process. Uh, we officially signed, seal, stamp, and start our October Lucians. And why a trip to a pumpkin patch almost had me in tears because I'm convinced Ellie is now going to get an apartment and move out of our house. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider, living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff. uh, No, today is Monday, October 3rd. (laughs) My name is Jeff Dollar. And today I'm grateful for Duplicate Bobby. And Duplicate Bobby is the is Ellie's favorite toy. Bobby stuffed animal. her Her little stuffed dog. But we have two of them so that we can low-key swap them out and wash them every now and again. And I think she kind of knows when we do that, but she forgets kind of quickly, but she's like, there's something different. Yeah. It's, she's definitely onto us. Like I handed her cause we swap them out like every couple of weeks and I had to wash her old one. Cause like she takes it to school. She takes it everywhere there and it's just gross. Like it's starting to smell. So Bobby needed a bath and I told Ellie that, but I, um, a couple days later I was, went to make the swap and it's not like it's a brand new Bobby. It's a little bit worn in, just not as worn in as the one she takes to school. So I handed it to her right before her nap. I was like, okay, here's Bobby. And she looked at it and she's like, Hmm, like she held it like a foot away from her face. And she's like, you're not the same. Why are you not the same? But like, it looks like Bobby Yeah, and it's a little messed up like Bobby. So like, you know, but she's definitely like, Hmm. Okay. I sent Jeff a picture of it from the monitor too, where I'm like, oh my gosh, I think she knows that I've been swapping it out. She's rejected it. She's like pushed it off to the side. It's like a bird that's been, you know, how like if you supposedly, if you touch like a baby bird, right. the mother rejects it. Right. Yeah. Ellie's rejecting her dog. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for insurance. Okay. This weekend was like the fall of all fall weekends. It was like, I can't remember a better first weekend of fall. Ever. And by following in October, because September to me is still like questionably summer. Well, and it was just like Saturday was October 1st. So it was like proper October. And yeah, it was pretty. The weather was perfect. The weather, the weather was perfect. The timing was everything was everything was fantastic for us to make an adventure to the pumpkin patch. Yes, which we did. Um, we went to this cute little pumpkin patch. Now, last year we went to a pumpkin patch. It was our first time kind of doing something like that because we had an Ellie and it was a little underwhelming last year. I was underwhelmed. I don't know if you felt the same. Well, way. two th- two things. One, the the pumpkin patch we went to last year, I feel like was like a farm who at some point said, hey, you know what? 
we could charge people five bucks if we throw up a few things that they can come and look at, and then we'll sell them some pumpkins. The place we went to this year, I feel like was, hey, let's make a really great experience. Like, I think that- the It was bi- really thoughtful. It was, yeah. It was really thoughtful. It felt a little more- um, intimate, like it was definitely smaller. I mean, the one we went to last year, there were like hundreds of people. I mean, it, it was, I was totally overwhelmed. It was almost like going to an amusement park, you know, where you have to park kind of far away Yeah. and then you walk and then you stand in line to get tickets. Like it, it, it was giving that kind of vibes. Um, but we switched it up and we went to this place that was like a little smaller and it was so, Sweet. They had beautiful pumpkins, which I love because sometimes you go. Well, that and they're a little beat up. Keep in mind, last year we went like the last full weekend before Halloween. So they're a little picked over. They were a little picked over. Yeah. And we went like later in the day, I feel like. And we should have gone first they, thing in the morning. Like they had refreshed the barn. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the pumpkins here were great. What was the name of the place you went to? Cause people are going to ask. Um, I don't know, but it's on my Instagram. I tagged them on my Instagram. It was precious. If you're in the Atlanta area, just like so cute. They had a little petting zoo type thing. They had fresh apple fritters, which is like, you know, they had little jumping castles. They had a jumping castle for the big kids, jump castle for the Ellie size kids. Um, they also had, which I thought was so smart cause I love caramel and I love apples. I don't go for the caramel apples because it's too big of a commitment, like an apple on a stick. Yeah. And then you're trying to figure out how to eat it and it's sticky and it gets everywhere. And then if it's hardened too much, I mean, it, it's just a little much. So I never go for that, but they had caramel apple slices, which I thought was genius yeah. because they just throw some apple slices and then drizzle the caramel over it. Um, you know, I did. It was so messy. So I was like, do you guys have a fork? And she looked at me like I had like three heads. She's like, oh, you're from the city. You're a city girl. Um, What else did they have there? They had a like a train quote train ride for kids like Ellie's age, like two to five year olds, maybe mm-hmm. like little kids that just it just went around the parking lot like that was it. And I was like two laps around took five minutes total and Ellie has never done anything like that before. She's never gone on like a quote solo ride, like a solo adventure. Yeah. You know, like no friend, nothing. It was just her. It was one seat. And, but the little route that it was taking was one that where we could see like 90% of it. So I was fully expecting to put her in the ride and then at some point, like jogging up to it to get her like. So out. she could see us. Yeah. Or even take her out. Like it's right. going slow enough that you could actually remove a child while it's mm-hmm. going. And uh, so she got in and she loved it. Like she didn't cry. She wasn't upset. She as it pulled out of the little driveway area or whatever. Like she was definitely looking back to see us, but then it went around the corner and she's like, Oh, this is cool. Look, there's the petting zoo. Oh, look, there's the jumping castle. Oh, look, there's the parking lot. And it came back around and it did a lot. And she didn't even, and I I really felt for a, for a brief amount of time. Like I 
I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. She's going to want her own apartment. Jeff was really upset. I was <laughs> like, like are is- you okay? And he's like, I think I might cry. I think I might cry. She doesn't need us. What is she going to like move out now? And he was totally serious. Like you were having like a dad moment of like, no, why is she too so independent? Like stop it. Why is she fine with this? Like I can't, I, I was, I didn't want her to be the kid who had the meltdown. Cause there's definitely like on oh, her, yeah. on her train. Mm-hmm. Did you say one little girl? Like I don't even think she went Didn't that round. No part of it. She wanted. No, I was fully expecting. But then when it was the exact opposite, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's gonna come home and start like looking up Greyhound prices and be and, and be like, hey, I can visit DC on my own for forty nine dollars. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it was it it's sad. It was it was sadness, but also I was really I was really proud of her. Yeah. Super proud of her. Yeah. They had really solid pumpkin options. I mean, there were pumpkins that I, because usually it's like, okay, they have like Cinderella pumpkins, they have your basic orange pumpkins, and they have white pumpkins. What's a Cinderella pumpkin? It's like the short kind of fat ones, like that are almost like a perfect circle, but they're flat. It's like a pumpkin that's been stepped on. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And those are pretty standard, I think. They had so many different kinds at this place. And I thought it was awesome. They had like tiger stripe pumpkins. They had, um, I forget what they call them, but they were like multicolored pumpkin. It it was so cool. I really, I feel like you have to pull your Instagram up and get the name of it. Cause people, Okay. Yeah. Um, we're, but, we're, we're, we're selling it hard and we are selling it hard. Uh, big Springs farms, pumpkin patch. It's like right on the line between Milton and Woodstock. We live, we live in Sandy Springs and it took us about 30 minutes to get there. Yeah. Easy, easy ride. Yeah. Um, so they had all these things and I, I loaded up, we got a wagon and I loaded up the wagon with pumpkins as one does at a pumpkin patch. Cause I'm like, you know what? We're going to decorate for fall. And I didn't really have like a scheme or anything, but I was just like, Oh, this looks good. This is cute, whatever. And I fill it up and we're walking to check out and Jeff's like, do you think we overdid it? I'm like, um, overdid it. No, if anything, I think we're underdoing it. And we got them home. I put them on the front stoop. How do they look? Like, do you feel like it's, we got an appropriate number? They look fine. What the reason I was, they look good. The reason I said that that I was asking if you overdid it is because not 20, 24 hours before you were talking about money and budgets and, and us spending less money and you're like, yeah, I really, you know, we really need to be better about spending and stuff. And I was like, cool, no problem. And then the next day, the wagon that we were supposed to use to pull Ellie and her pumpkins around with Ellie got kicked out of because you loaded it so much. Okay. I did, but also they were a very reasonable price. So I feel like, and I had a price in my head and we stayed under it. So I feel like, you know, you, I stayed within within budget, and I, I think they I look really good. That's a great budgeting technique. Imagine a number in your head, and then as long as you stay under it, you're fine. So that's literally what budgeting is. No, budgeting is looking at how much you have, I and did. how much you have coming in, and how much I did. You're gonna spend. Like imagining a number to me is like, hmm, seven hundred dollars, no, 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 and no, then no. coming home and going from the grocery store and being and only spending seventy, and being like, I only hit ten percent of our budget. What you're leaving out is that I manage our finances and look at our numbers every single day, so I know exactly what we have in our account, exactly what we have coming in. So I had that number. It Got wasn't it. like a frivolous number. It was okay. Like, okay. I, I look at our 
bank statements and stuff like that every single day. So I know what we have. I knew how much we had to spend. So we, we came we, in under budget. We had pumpkin set aside. We had pumpkins set aside. Um, and yeah, it was really good. It brought me so much joy. I feel like Jeff loves excursions and stuff like that. So this was like super good for you. It wasn't that far away. Then we came home, we made cookies and we watched Hocus Pocus too. Have you ever seen the original Hocus Pocus? Yeah, with you. But did you watch it or were you like on your phone with it in the background? I'm not sure. Probably the latter. Well, everyone was talking about Hocus Pocus too, because it's been like 29 years or something since the original one. And the original one, um, albeit cheesy, is really good. It is a classic. It is something I look forward to every October. And I wanted to watch Hocus Pocus too. Now, I am someone, and I will pass this advice along to all of you, who goes in to things like that, setting the bar super low or having no expectations. Cause you, if you go in with high expectations, you're, you're cutting your chances that you're going to, they're going to be exceeded. Right. You know, I yeah. like to like, like if I were a betting person, you know, yeah. you bet low and then yeah. if you win high, you're excited. So I said it really low. I thought it was cute. I thought it was cute for what it was. I didn't expect much. Would I watch it again? No. Am I glad that I watched it so I could be a part of the hype? Yeah. Um, and you know, so I think, I think you should watch it, but set the bar low. I actually thought it was surprisingly well done for a cheesy sequel. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like I, I was surprised by that. And a sequel 29 years later, like usually if there's a sequel. Has it really been that long? Yeah. Yeah. It came out in the nineties. So it's been, it's been a minute. Um, it's nuts that they got Bette Midler and Sarah Jessica Parker and other woman yeah. back. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, and I can't believe that Banks is still alive. They didn't say it was Banks. Yeah, they did say at one point. Because mm. Banks talks. Oh. Mm. Yeah. No. And remember at the end of the first one, Banks. No, I don't. I okay. was just trying to make a joke. I don't remember Banks. Oh, okay. That much at the well, first one. Hardcore. Hardcore. Um, hocus pocus people will no, no, it was not Binks, and but it was fine, it was cute, it was, it was whatever. I'm glad I saw it. I have a um Halloween question for parents Is there an age where scary things become scary to, to kids? Because I don't know if you've noticed this, Callie, but but on one of the streets near our house, one of the back roads, there is a house that has done amazing Halloween decorations. Mm -hmm. They've got in the front yard. I haven't seen it. Like a 10 foot tall werewolf. Nice. They've got like the 10 foot tall skeleton. Mm -hmm. They have, um, it's not a snake. It's like a serpent that looks like it's like, like, like if the yard was water, Mm -hmm. looks like Loch Ness monstery coming through the yard. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And every time I drive by it with Ellie, we pull up next to it and I roll her window down and I go slower because they add stuff to it every time and she likes to see it. Mm -hmm. And she's not, it's super, it's scary, but she's not at all freaked out about it. And I'm wondering if like a year, like when, like why would that be scary? Well, right. Because she has no context whatsoever. But you know what I mean? Like she has no context. She doesn't know what's scary and what's not. But what, like, what is it? Like, I wonder, like, when does that happen? Like what has to, 
I don't know. I think as they're exposed to more stuff, like maybe like the big bad wall, like little red riding hood and they see how other people react to things. So you're, you're gauging what's scary based on, you know, what you see on TV that's scary and what, you know, like we had the, the movie, the jungle book on the other day and we got through like five minutes of it before she got distracted. But there was a point in that where, and I think a lot of Disney movies that I used to watch when I was a kid are like terrifying. Now I'm like, Oh my gosh, beauty and the beast. Terrifying. Um, all of them are just have an element of like scary. And the snake in the jungle book was like wrapping himself around a kid to squeeze him. And it like, that's terrifying. Right. So, so maybe watching that and then seeing the snake in this person's yard, like a year from now, it'll be right. right. Freakier. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Cause I'm she thinks it's that too. She thinks it's funny. Like if, if we go trick or treating down that street, like I think she would take a picture mm-hmm. in front of the werewolfy looking thing. Yeah. It's context for sure. Uh, we have a little, so this is going to be like, you know, I like to give a little warning before we talk about fertility stuff because I know that it's not for everyone. So if that is you, totally, totally respect that. Skip ahead for like two minutes and then come back to us. Um, But we had our IUI this weekend. So we're kind of at the end of our little IUI journey. And we've been not at the end, but I was kind of trying to show people what it's like up until you do it because the very end part of it is like they inject you pretty much. Um, and so that happened last weekend. So, you know, it's the actual IUI was like, is it, is it, I know our our audience is 90% women do, do most women know what IUI is? I didn't. Oh, then I think we need to, it's basically they, they, they make the apartment, they make Callie's apartment as hospitable as possible. Yeah. And then. They with like t- medications and all that kind ev- of stuff. Everything. They make it perfect and they check it like every other day, mm-hmm. you know, during move-in week. Mm-hmm. And then when it is when it is optimal for move-in, they, they take the guests that I provide mm-hmm. and they put those guests right outside the door. And they, yes. and they ring the doorbell They're for like, them. They're like, okay, go. Yeah. <laughs> go do your thing. So basically they, they do everything up to the, they're like trick or treat. And then they step away and they just hope that candy happens. Yeah. And it's truly, what a great analogy. Nice yeah. work on that. I was like, how am I going to say that? Nice work on that. Um, and then, you know, it's partially, you know, the doctors doing the work for us and partially, you know, us you know, doing our own thing as well. So it's like a little combination and, um, we have set up a a plan with our doctor. So we're going to try this three times in hopes that we have a second baby or that we're able to get pregnant. Um, and we don't know right now, we have no idea if, if round one is going to work or if we'll take three and then we'll move on to IVF. We don't know. So Jeff and I were kind of talking through, okay, how do we, cause we've been telling the story up to this point, like, how do we, you know, support people and tell them what it's like, but also, you know, keep a little bit of privacy until kind of the stress of, of this has moved a little further. So what we've decided to do is just let this kind of be the end of the story for a couple of months. And, um, in December or early January, we will either have a pregnancy announcement for you, or we will have a, Hey, this didn't work out for us announcement for you. Not really announcement, but update for you. So, 
Um, we're not really going to talk about it to family or friends or anybody. We're just going to kind of mind our own business for the next couple of months. And that, and that's why, like, I don't think either one of us, when we started talking about it, thought completely through the fact that because it's such a precisely timed thing, you know, that anybody friend or stranger would be able to know exactly at some point in time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like literally what day we'll find out or not find out. Right. Yeah. And so we just m made the decision that, that we're going to say, Hey, for the next, this is what we're doing for the next th three months. It may work on month one. It may work on month two, it may work on month three, or it may not work at all, but whatever, I guess it'd be three or four months from this week mm -hmm. is we'll tell the entire world whether or not it worked or not. And then what the next steps are. Yeah. Like whether we do it again for three more months or whether we move on to something else or whatever. So we will have updates about that late December, early January, maybe. Um, we'll let you know what's going on. And that's that. Well, it would be end of January, right? Cause if we're doing three full cycles, that would be around the first, uh, around the beginning of October, around the beginning of November, in the beginning of December. Uh -huh. Oh yeah. So the update would probably be like one of our first shows of 2023. Yeah. Cause yeah. that would be okay. Mm -hmm. Got it. So ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's comedy club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage. Dad. What do you call a fish that's wearing a bow tie? You call that fish. Sophisticated. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. So we've been talking about how we dove headfirst into fall. I love fall. I love the sweaters. I love the light of fall. I love the falling leaves. I love the pumpkins. And I love switching over to a fall wardrobe. And I love my Rothy's. They are a staple in my closet and I'm the proud owner of five pair. There's a lot to love about these shoes, but probably the thing I love the most about them is that they're machine washable. So typically when you wear flats, they get kind of gross and it comes to a point with flats where you have to retire them because they're so worn out or they kind of smell or whatever. Well, not with Rothy's. You can machine wash them on delicate, on a cold cycle, lay them out to dry. And it's like the same as they were right when you took them out of the box. It's really, really incredible. Now, the point is their best-selling shoe. That's what most people know them for. I love the loafer style. It's my favorite style for work, but I also wear the sneaker style a lot, the one without the laces. They're really cute. They add a lot to outfits and they don't hurt ever. No rubbing. Did I get your attention with that one? Oh my gosh. Find your new favorite shoes and get ready to be asked, are those Rothy's? Plus get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. 
And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. It can be really tough to put your brain in problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. If you are filled with anxiety, confusion, panic, if there's too much clutter up there that won't even let you get to the plan-making part of problem-solving mode. That's why you need to talk through your stuff with someone. Even if the, the clutter doesn't feel right, even if you can't define exactly exactly what it is. A qualified therapist can help you sort it out and get you where you need to be. That's how it was for me. When I started therapy, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to get in there and she's going to say, so what's on your mind? And I'm not going to know what to say because I don't know how to fix this. So I just started talking and wouldn't you know it, it worked. Now I'm my own therapist a lot of times, and I can also help my friends. You need to be a better person, whether that means being a better problem solver, being kinder, being kinder to others, being kinder to yourself. Therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash upside. You'll get 10% off your first month. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. We appreciate our Upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit CallieAndJeff.com. October Lucians have officially started. Um, I wrote ours down, Jeff, so I put each of ours like on a card, and I put it in an envelope, and I'm going to put it, we have like this little family bulletin board, so I'm going to put the our resolutions on the bulletin board, and then it says open late April, so we can revisit... And, you know, I think like we should check in with our October Lucians. I think we should open it twice. I think we should open it in January. Okay. Like, I think we should open it right after the first of the year. Okay. To make sure that to like reaffirm them. Cause that's what I'm most excited about. Like my, my easy ones, my water every day. And you know what I mean? Like those. Oops. You okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just stubbed my knee. <laughs> Stub my knee. Is that a thing? Um, the what, like. Like those are the ones that have become habit, but can, I also will will forget that there's something that I'm committing to. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I want to reaffirm them if we can do that. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. So I just added to the top of the envelope, open in January. Um, and then mine, I'm going to be more direct about it. I want, I'm going to keep, keep a clean car and Jeff's too big on the word to lose five pounds and spend 20 minutes each night prepping for the next day. I have an idea for yours that could help you execute. Okay. okay. What were you going to say? Well, my 20 minutes prepping for the next day. Yeah. Like that's not, that's not exactly it. Like, I don't want it to sound like, yeah, it doesn't matter. As you want to clarify? Yeah. It's just, I, sometimes I won't like, pick up the living room because I know it's like an hour long job. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or like Ellie's toy room or something Mm -hmm. like that. So I just want to set aside 20 minutes every night at some point just to do something that, that may, I may know will take longer than 20 minutes, but if I just do 20 minutes towards it. So it's not necessarily getting ready for the next day as much as it is just Doing something. It could be doing something productive that you won't have to do the next day. Yeah. Oh, you're really, you're really forcing this next day thing. No, I'm sorry. I just, um, so for example, the, there, there are some boxes in the garage, like micro anxieties would be one. There's like, there's like boxes in the garage that need to be broken down. And there's also something that needs to get mailed. Mm -hmm. It's in the garage. Um, but I also know that when I break those boxes down, I'm going to want to rearrange like 
Ellie's little stroller thing and all that stuff. Right. So to me, that's that's a weekend job. Mm-hmm. It's not. If I just just stick to the boxes. If I just go out there and just spend twenty minutes, even if I, the boxes will get broken down, I'll move two strollers and I'll be like, oh, 20 minutes is up and I'm done with it. And I come back in. It has nothing to do with the Got next it. day. Got it. It's just it's just tiny. You can you can it's you setting, it's you carving out a very specific amount of time so you don't get ADD and then spend four hours doing something when you only were like, you just want to spend 20 minutes, get something done, and then move on. Or worse, yes, worse yet, so I don't even start something. Right. Because I know that it'll take longer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Is there anything that we need to do? Like, I need to, I think I'm going to write myself a little note to keep in my car to like, until I get the habit of doing it, because I'll totally forget. Um, and then I think I'm also going to put a post-it on my computer that says be direct, um, to remind myself, is there anything like, are you going to set like a calendar reminder or should we put like signs up somewhere in the house that say 20 minutes? I could do notes on my bathroom mirror. That works for you. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. So we'll do that. Um, cause then you'll see it every single day and that'll remind me cause it's only 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So if I come up to bed and I see it. I could be like, oh, crap. And I could go downstairs 20 minutes. Okay. It's 20 minutes. Anyways, good luck with your October Lucians. If you want to write them down, I think that totally legitimizes it. It'll help you remember. And keep us posted on how yours are going. Or if you need some encouragement because you feel like. What were mine again? Um, Yours were the the two that you've already done that you want to keep up are no sleeping with your phone in arm's length yep. and consistent about water when you're waking for, up in the first morning, thing in the morning yep. including weekends. Easy. And then the two big ones for you were lose five pounds and then spend 20 minutes each night. Got it. With a timer. Got it. Doing whatever. Okay. Easy. So I, I have two of them. Okay, perfect. All right. Here uh, are your three random things for today. Number one, uh, this is just a bunch of random pet facts. Okay. Uh, number one, the hairs on the beard, eyebrows, ears, and tail of a dog are actually called furnishings. Oh my God. That's so cute. A litter of kittens is also known as a Kindle. Oh. So it's a Kindle of kittens. And one third of pet parents have more photos on their phone of their pets than they do their children or significant other. Uh, the you 1000% have more photos of Sadie than you have of me. Probably, yeah. <laughs> you don't have more than you have of Ellie, but you definitely have more of Sadie. The thing with Ellie pictures is the the thing that, that the photo thing that gets ruined with like iPhones and smartphones and stuff is I wanted to take a picture of her. She wanted to eat her dinner outside last night. It was like Al fresco. Al fresco. Yeah, she wanted to dine outside. Mm-hmm. And it was really, the light was really cool and it was really cute. And she was like, she was just cute, but she was eating. I probably took 30 pictures to get one cute one because mm-hmm. she was eating with the light and stuff. But then I don't do anything with those 29. Right. So technically they shouldn't count the other 29. Mm-hmm. Like who goes back in and deletes them all? Not me. Yeah. I used to be really good about that. And then I just, I just can't do it. Well, I used to, when there was memory things. But with with every new cloud evolution of the Mm -hmm. phone or the cloud backups and all that stuff, now you don't have to like. Remember, you would go to take a picture and it would say your storage is full, and you're like, "Oh crap!" Yeah, and you go delete 100 random. Yeah. Your second random thing is the FDA is proposing food label changes so that healthy foods actually have to be 
healthy. So under the rules that they're proposing, again, this has not like gone through, but they're proposing that, um, to qualify for this, they, the food would have to, um, meet requirements of like fat, saturated fat, added sugars, cholesterol, and sodium. So they would have to be like under a certain limit of those. And then they have to meet minimum amounts of vitamins, A, C, calcium, iron, protein, fiber, all that good stuff. So I think, I think that's important because sometimes you'll like go shopping and, and see a food label. It's like, this contains no, whatever bad thing, you know, Yeah. that makes you automatically no go, high fructose corn, syrup. corn syrup. That's yeah. great. But it has one full pound of salt <laughs> and it doesn't I say mean, that on the label. Yeah. So they can, they advertise one aspect of the healthiness of it without, right. without, Getting a whole rounded approach of like, actually, is this healthy or is it like, you know what? I want to propose something. Who do we know at the FDA? I have an idea. We literally know no one at the FDA, but go ahead. What if the, what if every food item had a score on it that was like the closer to 100 that score was Mm -hmm. the closer the food was to like a pure whole like from the earth food. Mm, you know what okay, I mean? Okay, that's interesting. So, so like the, I don't know, do cows live in the wild? Like a free range cow. <laughs> I don't know. Where did, where did cows live before there were farms? On fields. But Just roaming around? Just walking around? Yeah, same as like horses, chickens. That, see, okay. Just this walking is, around. This is going to, this is another story for another time. But I, like... Are, where did beagles live before beagles were dogs? <laughs> like they didn't hunt. They're too lazy. They just, well, there's nobody to give them scratches. So were there like herds of beagles? Like no, you'd be walking beagles. through the woods and you'd come around the corner and then here's a herd of beagles walking at you. No, I, I think beagles were bred. Okay. Yeah. Which is why they don't have good survival instincts. But anyways, so a, an apple that grows off a, tr- a tree and an orchard that has never been touched by a pesticide, that's got a score of a 100. Mm-hmm. An, an apple-flavored fruit roll-up will have a score of four. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What uh, would be a zero if your four is a fruit roll-up? Well, it's because there's probably some sort of apple flavor and there's some little bit of apple in there. Oh, got it. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like a completely manufactured thing, like a diet soda, that'd be a zero probably because mm-hmm. that's just a chemical, right? Probably. Mm-hmm. So anyways- That's just my thought. Oh, and your third random thing is no matter what your best intentions are about giving your kids. Oh, we're going to stick in that healthy foods era or genre. um, Sometimes you just got to go through the McDonald's drive through and and hook them up. Right. You got to get you got to get something. So uh, know this. The healthiest Happy Meal to get is the chicken nugget Happy Meal um, because it has slightly less calories than the burger Happy Meal. But more importantly, it has a ton less sodium. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. I'd like to give a warning, save you five bucks or six bucks or four bucks. I don't know how much they cost, but I thought that... The cinnamon, there's the, you know, cinnamon rolls that come in the tube. The, the OGs. The OG mm-hmm. cinnamon rolls where you got to pop the tube open. Pillsbury. Yeah. Yep. Um, I saw that they had cinnamon sticks and I thought those would be good. 
to get because they would be they're smaller like then you don't have to eat a giant roll but it would be something fun to make on the weekend you know mm-hmm. they're not good no. if you're gonna get you gotta just go cinnamon roll you got i mean why are we trying to right change? Re- we don't need to reinvent the wheel reinvent the roll we don't need to reinvent the roll yeah so just want to save you that if you see them and you're like, oh, that'll be cool. It's like a cinnamon roll without all the blah, the cinnamon roll. It's not. There is no blah. It's because you won't want to eat them. Hey, guys, it's Lauren. Uh, sorry, background noise. I'm surprised you guys haven't talked about this on the podcast, but wrestling a child's crib sheet onto the actual mattress is like exercise. Uh, it's a ton of exercise. But I was going to tell you about the app that's really, really good for uh, grocery lists and things. Uh, it's called AnyList. Um, so it's super simple. You can have lots of uh, different lists on there. And what's even nicer is you can share it with people. Anyway, okay. Uh, that is what I got. Okay, bye. Hey, guys. Wanted to go ahead and say I'm participating in the Ox Revolution. Uh, I have been doing it for the last three years with you all. Year one, I was not very successful. Year two, it was to actually use my Peloton, which had gathered dust the year previously, and I did very well, averaged five workouts a week. Um, And this year, I've deleted all the social media of my phone with the resolution of um, only downloading them on Sunday to do a quick catch up with all my um, with all my friends that live out of state and then deleting them again so we'll see how we'll do thanks for motivating us um, to reach our goals and grow I hope you guys are successful with yours thank you bye hey Kelly this is um, Tammy and I was calling about Friday's show when you're talking about the mental health after being in a storm Um, like Hurricane Ian, um, I can attest firsthand. It is um, mentally, it is is so hard and it's so draining. We um, got hit by Hurricane Zeta in 2020. A tree crashed through our home, through our bedroom while we were sleeping. And um, my husband and I, we were scared to death of Ian. Um, doing the same, even though I live north of Atlanta and um, that hurricane still affected us. We still suffer from PTSD. We um, were in the process of having all the trees cut down from our house and our yard, so so we it won't happen again. Um, yeah, be very kind and um, give a lot of grace to people that have gone through storms because it is terrifying and um, we are scared to death. Well, anyways, have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. Bye. Don't you ever give up on your dreams. If it is meant for you, it will not miss you. So you must believe in yourself. You must really get up off of the sidelines of your own life and get in there and fight for you. You're the best person out there to put up the good fight for you.